When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is April 22nd, 2022. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast, a place where you can forget your troubles and dance the night away. I'm your host, Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Alfred Conowine, NYC Demon Diva Issa, tonight to talk about SmackDown and AEW Rampage. Now, tonight, SmackDown was live. They're pre-taping next week, so oh. stay tuned on the internet to have anything reasonably interesting spoiled for you ahead of time. But we will talk about tonight. What is happening? What is the latest? What is going on in the world of wrestling? Before we dive into it all, though, Alfred, what is going on in the news? Well, everything going on in the news, but before we really get into it, uh, prayers up to Darius Martin. Uh, pretty bad news, so we don't know the severity of it yet, but uh, top flight's Darius Martin, Dante Martin's brother, of course, he was out for a while with the torn ACL, just came back, but it sounds like he went down with another knee injury, so they don't mm. know the severity of it, but... Uh, hoping for the best because he just got back and, you know, Top Flight is a very talented young team that AEW uh, sees a lot in and it would really be heartbreaking if he got hurt again. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so what are the top stories? What's going on? Well, it looks like this Bret Hart FTR story, which has been gaining steam because they do the shout outs on TV and they shout out to them in their promos, but it looks like Bret Hart might have quietly signed an extension with WWE in a lucrative deal that would mean he would not be allowed to appear on AEW television. He will be cornering uh, the AAA and ROH World Tag Team Champions FTR at a big-time wrestling promotion event. That's June 10th in Webster, Massachusetts. But uh, it's notable because it, they think that he's doing that because he cannot appear on AEW television. So this is the spot that they have to do it. Glenn. Wow. He's, uh, you know, I think after all this, it's a little disappointing, but Vince must really think there's value in Brett or Brett can do more harm by showing up on AEW, which at this point, do you think Brett Hart showing up on Rampage or Dynamite is going to get a single person to tune in who's not already watching? Yes, especially um, if you say that it's a big announcement. Yeah, exactly. You cannot, uh, hopefully Tony Khan doesn't promote it too much, but... <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. I, I don't know how many more people, if it was in Canada or if they set it up something like that, where it's this big moment where the tease is you might see Bret Hart in Canada. I think that could make a difference. Definitely. Okay. He is, he is uh like Canadian folk hero, Bret Hart. Didn't he come in like in the top 50 of the list of greatest oh, yeah. Canadians ever? I think uh, he didn't rank, he didn't outrank Ann Murray, but he was still pretty high up there. He needs to outrank everybody. Come on. Who did Ann Murray beat? Have you listened to Danny's song? Canadian Anne songstress Murray. Anne Murray is a gift to the world. But uh, we'll see. Uh, Issa, I mean, so you think, Issa, do you think this will pop for AEW? I don't know. I don't know. Possibly. It's Bret Hart. He's a legend. He was already in AEW. What, what, what kind of audience did they do when, when he did show up announced? I'm not not too sure, but I, you gotta give them props for finding ways to cheat the system when there's certain things that they can do. They did it with the FTR and the Briscoes, figure out a way to give us that match. If Bret Hart can't show up in AEW, apparently they're gonna figure out a way to get him to to be part of this FTR thing. So we'll see how it goes, but 
I I don't know what's going to pop an audience right now. Maybe they just have to be smart about when they bring him on board on TV if they do. Okay, I'm looking up where he ranked on the greatest Canadians. Okay, better be in the top 10. And uh, speaking of uh, in the top 10, but at the end of that list, it was AEW Dynamite, ladies and gentlemen, as expected against the NBA playoffs. AEW Dynamite did just 930,000. It's uh, their lowest audience since mid-February, but they are in for some tough weeks as the playoffs rage on. And quick shout-out to my Milwaukee Bucks, who absolutely destroyed the Chicago Bulls by 30 points today. Uh, without Chris Middleton, it was a team effort, and my Milwaukee Bucks are on the right track. So AEW Dynamite numbers down, Milwaukee Bucks up. Glenn. You know, that's why they need the 39th greatest Canadian what in their programming? Oh god. 39, one notch above Avril Levine. No. Where did Elix uh Skipper rank on this list? Is Elix Skipper on this list? Uh no, Wayne Gretzky uh, not is uh no. Wayne Gretzky's number 10. I will not take Elix Skipper slander. Let's move on from this list. It's not a legitimate list. Yes, this uh, Neil Young's like number four. This is and Ann Murray's not even on this. Shania Twain's on this. Ann Murray's not on this. This is messed up, Canada. You need to get your priorities in check. That was your Although, news, ladies and gentlemen. Michael J. Fox, number 32. I mean, solid. That's the news. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about some things. I got some super chats to get to. But before we do, Alfred, who's, who's uh, sponsoring this show? Oh, our good friend and yours, we all love him, Conrad Thompson. Ladies and gentlemen, we are partnering with Conrad Thompson and First Family Mortgage to help your future endeavor all your debt. Got credit cards, car loans, or a second mortgage. Save with Wink.com can help you consolidate all of that debt and get you the cash that you need. Get started with just a few clicks at SaveWithWink.com. Here are more details from the one and only GOAT, Tony Schiavone. We'll see you back in 30 seconds. Hello, wrestling fans. Tony Schiavone here for my good friends at First Family Mortgage and WrestlingInc.com. So why don't we get you a plan together today? Let's pay off your house faster. Let's get you out of that credit card debt. Let's get a lower monthly payment. First Family Mortgage can help. Complete the fast and easy form, and a member of Conrad's team will be in touch very soon. Thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Of course, Conrad Thompson, second greatest Conrad, next to Conrad Bain, who played Mr. Drummond on different strokes. Wow. So we, I mean, come on. Everyone loved Mr. D. Uh, let's get to some super chats here. First, ENG, $5 super chat saying, Glenn, you look better with the Kangle. Now you look like you're in a ska band that's desperately trying to stay relevant. Hey, less than, Jake, less than Jake toured with Bon Jovi, not but 10 years ago. Scott's going to make a comeback. Let's go. I disagree. I like this hat better. Yeah, me too. I thought I would change it up. I thought I would get something a little fancy for the fancy shirt. You know, I got the fancy shirts now. I found, I found where the Seth Rollins and the Pat McAfee's and everybody buys them and uh, uh. loaded up. But thank you, Ian. Okay, CJ Hennessy. And, you know, to the haters out there, like, this should be about wrestling. Stick to the thing, blah, blah, blah. You didn't put over the match I loved. Take a knee. Because we need to talk about an exciting development based on last week's podcast. CJ Hennessy, 999. 
saying, waited all week to say Glenn never seeing a goofy movie, not thinking standout and eye to eye, but Tevin Campbell, his power line of the best movie signs of all time is the most unglenn thing ever. Okay, so here's the deal, CJ Hennessy. After this podcast last week where we talked about the fact that I never saw a goofy movie, Alfred put over Powerline last Friday night. Yes. I did two things. I did two things. One, I watched a movie called The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Stars Colin Farrell. Stars that uh, that kid who was in The Eternals and might have a prominent role in a new DC movie that I'm not going to spoil. Uh, got Nicole Kidman. Um, it is the most WTF movie I have perhaps seen in a long time. And after that, I needed a palate cleanser because it was very dark. It's streaming on Showtime, by the way. So still have Showtime for your Yellow Jacket subscription. Watch The Killing of a Sacred Deer. And you too could say WTF. Glenn was right. After that, I said, I need a palate cleanser. I'm going to put on a Goofy movie. And a Goofy movie was nice. But I have to say, Powerline, by far is the standout of that film. I mean, next to Jenna Van Oy and Pauly Shore doing voices. I agree, Powerline is fantastic. Probably not the best movie band ever. I'm still up you know, there with Sing Street and uh, Josie and the Pussycats, but Powerline was pretty dope. I agree. Yeah, Grammy should have been Grammy nominated. It was robbed out of the Grammy that year. An interesting story about a Goofy movie. I'm sure you read about how Jeffrey Katzenberg, like they, it was his pet project because he didn't get along with his child that influenced it. They sort of just quietly released it to theaters, but then it just killed it on home video and became a cult classic. Oh. And rightfully so. It was delightful. So, oh, hey, King Rail, what's up? Uh, King $5 busy the last few weeks. I haven't been able to catch a live broadcast. Miss y'all and have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so What's much. What's up, King Rail? Thank you so much for the five dollars. Thank you, King Rail. Um, so here's the question Is an even goofier movie worth my time? The sequel. I haven't seen it. I don't want it to ruin my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. Uh so and I did watch the Batman. Um it was okay. I liked it a lot. I know it was very long, but I very, very much long, liked it. very long. You said you see the Batman yet? Not yet. I'm gonna save it for my flight. That really? Like that's the movie you're like? I want to watch on like a 10 inch screen. Yeah. Interesting. I, you know, so this is this is what I've become. Uh, my wife will be watching like a movie trailer on her phone for like Thor: Love and Thunder, and I'm like, why are you doing that to yourself? Like, we can go on YouTube and watch it on the big TV with the surround sound. Why do you want to see something epic on a teensy screen? I don't get it. I don't understand it. I have a big TV with surround sound, and I'll be watching everything on my iPad, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. Look, look at all you guys just tossing money into Raj Giri's uh, college fund for his kids. Very, uh, very high quality education you guys are contributing to. Yes. Uh, Anthony Y. Buck 99 Roman is going to get got in Wichita in June. Wow. He's calling a shot. Wichita in June. Why? Yeah. Good luck with that one. Some of <laughs> not till August, my guy. Don't don't put any money on that. <laughs> Alex Diaz, 1994, uh, $4.99. You guys are the best trio. Obviously, this won't happen, but if WWE and AEW had a joint show, what's the Survivor Series five versus five main event for you guys? Ooh, wow. That's a oh, great wow. question. That's a, yeah, you can't go to go to listen. We'll, I can get back to that, but I'll need uh, some time to think of that. Right, because, right thing. You know I mean, <laughs> right storylines. I don't know. I that, think that's it's a actually, great question, though. 
I think it's easier to do the AEW side because you do the EVPs, basically, Jericho. So you got Jericho, Omega, and the Bucks. Yeah, I think the Bucks are mandatory. I think I see. <laughs> yeah, the Bucks have to be in that. Yeah, yeah I, think I, will, I will put Omega. I will put Omega, uh, Cole, Punk, Brian, and Mox. That's it. Oh yeah, then you, you, you yeah. gotta throw Roman and Seth, so you have a weird shield moment. Yeah, and you have to have Cody. Really. You have to have <laughs> yeah, Cody. Cody has on. to be on the WWE side. You have to. Have I don't Roman know if the AEW side gets to have anybody girl. who's from WWE. Roman, Seth, Cody, AJ Styles. Who am I? I mean, maybe Edge. You know, so he can like hang out with CM Punk or something. That'd be great. Yeah. Hey, don't never say never. You never know with all these merges and stuff like that. You never know if NBC Universal and Warner get together with Discovery. And who knows? And these executives wouldn't care about wrestling politics. Uh, dream is it really Dream Ream Studios because that sounds like you produce a certain kind of entertainment with that name. Uh, I thought Glenn would be more stoked about seeing the Batman. I enjoyed it a lot. Saw it twice. I I like that they did more of a detective story, but I think that a three hour movie is very long. I mean. It's like, I thought Zodiac was a brilliant film. Zodiac was kind of tedious. Zodiac works great in two sittings and one sitting, like it's a bit much, you know? And uh, it was really dark too. I mean, like, can they make Gotham more depressing? Can we have a Batman who mumbles more? I don't know. It, it just, parts of it felt bored. Like when the Nirvana song hit, it just felt a little bored. I, no, I love That's when I started to get going. I mean, listen, Gotham City has to be dark. It's how it has to, and you know, well, you know yeah, speaking of dark, this, uh, this Smackdown had a very dark start to it. It did. Uh, what happened at the beginning of SmackDown? I thought you were going to answer. It had dark start. It was fine. No, you know darkness I was living in when SmackDown started? So they patched WWE 2K22, right? They patched it. They're like, oh, we have a major patch. Now you can have tag titles in my GM mode. Now you can do all these things. Now my GM mode crashes for me every time after week 10. And I looked online, this is happening with everyone now. So like they fixed a bunch of stuff and broke a lot of other stuff in the process. The WWE video game franchise is cursed now as far as I'm concerned. A lot of bugs on that side. So I'm sure it'll work itself out. But when I met Dark, I mean, you know, the mat was dark. They were doing the uh, contract signing. Oh, that's right. Nice that's right. Ambience. We did get Ronda Rousey and uh, Charlotte. But look, who is the star of the show? America's sweetheart, Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak. And that, by the way, that should really tell you something. I am the number one person who will put over them putting a women's segment in the opening or closing of a show or doing a marquee feud like this. But you are in trouble when Charlotte and Rhonda just get like just outshined by the charm of Drew Gulak, whose humor is hokey, but that is its charm. But Drew Gulak came across like a huge superstar in this segment. Right when he started going for the PowerPoint thing, I felt like the audience popped more for that than the rest a of the A huge segment. superstar. I personally wanted to fire him as soon as the contract wasn't ready to go. If he was my assistant and the contract is not ready for a contract signing, he's getting fired. Yeah, I don't know whether they're trying to like embarrass him on his way out or whether they're actually doing something with him. I believe either because... He could actually do something out of this. I feel like, I don't know if they know, but people do seem to be taking to him. They did like the PowerPoint. I mean, I would say he outshined them necessarily. I felt like they all kind of were like, I thought Charlotte came off as a big heel. They really kind of 
rejected her, which is what she's going for. And then Rhonda, they were chanting, you tapped out. But then he did have a very subtle charm to him that these people really liked. And then for a second week in a row, Rhonda made him say, I quit. And I don't think these people like that too much. Rhonda was corpsing during the PowerPoint presentation. Look at the smile on her face. I don't think I've Rhonda has seen Rhonda look that happy ever on I WWE was gonna, TV. I was just going to bring up, I actually thought this was one of Rhonda's best appearances since her return. She looked natural. She didn't struggle. She didn't look like she was miserable to be there. Um, I, I like Rhonda during this segment. I like Drew Gulak. I have a feeling that next week they're going to make them wrestle Drew Gulak for this um, beat the clock challenge. I really we talked think about that. Oh, God. Actually, yeah, we and we talked about that, right? We said this is going to lead to Drew wrestling one or both of them. I absolutely yeah, think. he's going he's going to tap them both out back to back. Like, also, her uh, her signing the contract while she still had him locked into the arm bar. I thought yeah. that was that was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, this might be a little out there. I think Drew should be the mouthpiece for Ronda. That'd be good. I mean, I actually like him in this role if they are going to develop him into something because I think he could knock us out of the park and then hopefully return to the ring. But at this point, they're probably just using him uh, for this position because he does have a good personality. But um, I, I, I don't know. I, I have no problem with him as a mouthpiece for Ronda Rousey. And, uh, you know, they they put him over big time in WWE 2K22. If you quick click on the help screen, the tutorial, it's all Drew Gulak explaining things to you. <laughs> It's like one of the high points of the game. Uh, but no, I hope look, we get to check for that. I hope so. Um, but no, look, I thought the segment was okay, but I don't know. Like, I, I want to love this. I'm sure the match will be good. I guess my question, though, who goes over in this? Uh, Alfred, who do you think wins between Charlotte and Ronda? 100% Ronda. I mean, yeah. You know, Charlotte's really throwing that thing in her face that she beat her at WrestleMania. I think that's a oh my god! I was gonna say, do not match. do a drinking game and yeah. take a shot every time Charlotte says, "I beat you at WrestleMania," and you die of alcohol poisoning. Yeah, <laughs> so she's really setting up for <laughs> her to definitely lose. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but no, we'll see how it goes. And I'm sure if somebody's following the live reports there, let's see if they both wrestle Drew. I could see Drew working in catering next week. They just give him a different job each week in WWE admin. Oh. Yeah. They did that with somebody else. Oh, they did that with Damian Sandow essentially when he was doing yeah. everybody's gimmick and then he settled on Mizdow. Yes. CJ Hennessy 499 saying, Best trio indeed. Can't believe Wink added a pop culture podcast and you three aren't on it. Give the people what they want. CJ Hennessy, <laughs> why do we need a separate pop culture podcast when we can just hijack Tuesday and Friday night to talk about whatever we feel like instead of professional wrestling? Shh, don't tell Raj. He's in the Matrix. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we kind of stealth did that. That's why it was funny when Raj asked me, he's like, do you want to be part of the Thursday thing? And I was like, I, I don't feel like I need an outlet to talk about more than I already have. Yeah. You know? I feel like it's... A, plus, I mean, guys, do, like, do you really... Tuesdays, Fridays, do you really want to do Thursday as well? No, yeah, this is a good schedule. And, you know, and I got Wednesdays with LeVar, which is great, too. Yeah, I like Justin uh so anthony why buck 99 i'm coming for you roman in wichita <laughs> okay, oh good lord really anthony. Building up this storyline look at this long-term storyline now anthony, brother if you think roman reigns is dming you on instagram i hate to tell you this it's probably not really roman reigns probably Don't i can't your house that. do not sell your house uh, yeah, oh, can't be certain. probably not roman trying to start a feud over instagram with a I'm random here for it. 
I'm here for um, it. Just added it to my calendar. June 10th. Don't let me okay. down. Uh, we got a big super chat coming up, big in substance, big in style, big in something we really need to dive into. Cause you know, like I said, uh, this isn't just a wrestling show or a pop culture show. We also give life advice on the, this is really, we have rebooted love line, but in the form of a podcast, allegedly about professional wrestling and, uh, bear Hudson, we're gonna, we're gonna help steer you in the right direction and solve some problems coming up. But first. Let's talk about what happened after that segment. Um, yeah, where Gulak uh, got in the arm bar and they signed the contract for WrestleMania Backlash. Let's talk about Xavier Woods. And who did Xavier Woods wrestle tonight, Issa? Butch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alfred, what would you think of this match? Butch is growing on me, man. I, I, I know they just, they're just doing this is another storyline where they just have no ideas for anybody here. So they're just in this like post WrestleMania funk where they're going through the motions. But the fact that Butch is gimmick that he gets lost and he's, you know, I know it's something they've done before, but I think he's doing a good job of pulling it off. But you know, the match, I couldn't care less because they just kept running it back. But what they're doing with Butch, I think is kind of entertaining. Lisa. Yeah, I agree. Actually, in my notes, I wrote, I wish I cared about this match, but I do think yeah. that Butch is growing on me. At the end of the match, I don't understand if he was just trying to pull off a Jeff Hardy and kind of like run into the crowd to see if they fire him or something. I was trying to figure <laughs> out what he was trying to do there. But I, I really do think that Butch is growing on me. There's something about him. But I was... um. I was wondering, I'm like, I can't remember the last time I was invested into anything the new they did, and that saddens me. The new day as a tag team. It's yeah. been a long time since they were in a field that I felt invested into. So you you gotta do a little bit more with them. Yeah. Um, they want to be called the unholy trinity now. But shame. Do I don't remember. That's well, what my Pat McAfee's been calling them the Eastie Boys. So. Which that is a terrible that is bad. That is, I mean, like, I, I don't have anything clever to say. Like, that is bad. That is not. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. They could work. do better, but you know, they could. They could do the East. The, the East unholy boys. Trinity. I, the, I would prefer Easty Boys over unholy Trinity. Some the Easty Boys, a, like a the the East Enders. Are they from like Eastern Canada? Are they fishermen? Like, I don't get it. The it's like East, the Beastie Boys, but with Easty. But what East are they from? Oh, like I guess he rationed it because it's from across a pond, London. In Pat McAfee's mind, it's Easter. Needs a little work. Needs a little work. Nope, he'll try to get over it. Uh, but Xavier Woods won that match. Yep. Then Ali was backstage. Loses again. <laughs> yes, Ali was backstage talking to Ricochet. Jinder Mahal and Shanky showed up, sending, uh, setting up Shanky versus Ricochet. Um, why does he get a title shot? Can somebody explain next that? week? Oh, how? No, why? I said why. Makes no sense. Why do the birds sing? If they don't have anybody else. They're just with this entire roster, even Roman Reigns, they're just all in hangover mode and they're right. still riding the storylines. You know, they're just <laughs> kind of coasting. <laughs> yeah. It's very odd. Very, very odd. Okay, Bear Hudson. Issa, why don't you read this super chat? I'll put this on screen for you. Read Bear <laughs> Hudson's question. Just got back from a bachelor's party where the groom smashed the stripper. I had a crush on the bride, but waited too long. Should I snitch? Uh, you want my answer? Yeah, yeah. What's, what's... 
Do you love her? First of all, you can't you can't snitch openly like that, right? I would assume that you're a smart guy, Bear Hudson, and you got some digital proof that the stripper was in this match. Should you take a video or a photo, you go and buy a burner phone. You give that phone to someone and they send the picture to the bride when you're happen to be right next to her to console her <laughs> as her heart breaks. Everybody wins and you didn't technically snitch. That's it. Yeah, you should let him know though. Yeah, definitely let that get back to her. Follow your heart, Bear. Follow your heart. I think the fact he spent five dollars. I think he's thinking with his heart. He's not thinking with his heart. Think, think with whatever is bringing you. You to better her. be thinking with your heart. If you're breaking up somebody's wedding, like you best be. Prepared. It's not the groom is the groom is matching. No, I know, but there. I'm. I'm. Yeah, and who knows? For all he he knows, they could have an open relationship. They could have had a deal and arrangement. You know, I mean, I don't says know. he had a crush on her. That's love, Glenn. That's how you talk oh, about somebody you love. That's true. That's true. That's, that is well, nice. that's the reason why he doesn't snitch. He needs to go to somebody else to let her know that way. If there was like some kind of situation where he had a hall pass for the night, Bear Hudson doesn't look like an idiot trying to break things up. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Snitches get kisses, Bear. No, they wow. don't. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, Bear, how was the bachelor party otherwise? I'm just curious. Uh, for that, please. Yeah, I, I man, my bachelor party was kind of lame. Like we just all went and played paintball and then hung out like at a bar. I mean, it was really basic, right? Like nothing particularly interesting or wild happened. I feel like my 20s were really the bachelor party. Uh, Anthony, why Buck 99 saying I'm coming for Roman faster than Veer? That's Rod right, Anthony. You let him know June 13th. I thought it was June 10th. I put June 10th on my calendar. You got you can't be switching the dates up now. I'm gonna switch a lot of things around so I can be there. I will support him. Right in Wichita. Have you ever been to Wichita? Wichita. Is he gonna jump the barricade? Watch him jump the barricade. And then they'll like pull this up and be like, is there <laughs> <laughs> Do not jump the barricade. He is not jump. DMing you. Do not shoot on Roman Reigns, all right? This needs to be completely legit, or I will not come. <laughs> June 13th. Okay. Sometime in June. Let me know. Okay. Um, Wichita. Don't forget. <laughs> Gunther. Okay. Uh, Ludwig von Kaiser. I like, I, I can't believe that's the name, too, by the way. Or Ludwig, Ludwig Kaiser. Not yeah. a band. Ludwig Kaiser sounds like, like I'm making fun of what the name is. Oh, Ludwig Kaiser was out there. Uh, I mean, he uh, introduced Gunther. And we had Gunther versus Teddy Goods. Teddy Goods had the best name out of all of them. Like, why can't they have this type of creativity and pizzazz on their main roster? That's an amazing name. Teddy Who's Teddy Goods? Goods? I want I more Teddy Goods. Is, I want to see more of him. I like the gear. I mean, you know, he took his bumps. He did what he, he had to. But they need to look into this Teddy Goods kid. Oh, my God. The part of it's his name. The fans can chant, give me the goods. There you go. <laughs> they could do a lot of things with that. They that could be the finishing move. I'm about to give you the goods. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys listen to um pat marking out over gunther when he was being introduced by ludwig it was so good <laughs> gunther looks incredible but yet another match on smackdown that i did not care about but i do think that gunther looks impressive yeah yeah that's the thing about i just feel like he looks good in the ring and stuff like that but his presentation is so much better in these smaller buildings where the chops just ring off the walls and they sound louder. 
here people don't really care like and it's very generic how they're presenting him i feel like i really liked his entrance with that music you know very familiar classical music before and now it just seems very generic yeah Anthony Wide Buck 99. Yeah, Wichita, Kansas, a tornado is coming. That's right. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Tornado. Oh, Roman Reigns knows it's coming. Oh, Roman Reigns in trouble. And we might get that tornado versus Cody Rhodes at SummerSlam now. Don't laugh at Anthony. Uh Alonzo Smith. Uh, the winner is clearly Fabian Eichner. Yes. Adolf Eichner. Uh, he's coming back. He's coming back. Like, I can just see that that was the plan, and now they're like, like they're like just you wait we'll we'll do this and people keep telling vince this isn't the week vince this is not the week to introduce adolf eichner just, you know they, I mean, they're just not committing to this and they there's a way that you can yeah uh wow um okay so we saw a recap of what happened with um last week with jimmy uso and randy orton and wouldn't you know it this week Matt Riddle took on Jay Uso in a match. Uh, quite a lengthy match. Riddle getting the win, further Great confirming match. that uh, the Usos are definitely winning the unified tag team titles. For sure. Yeah, this was a fun match. Um, lengthy, but we've seen so many versions of this match and we're about to see it. And they're probably going to kill it at WrestleMania Backlash. But I enjoyed this. Is, this is the only thing that woke me up in this show. It's a very, very uneventful SmackDown. This was the only good thing on it. Yeah, I agree. I thought uh, this match was good. I felt like his match last week was really good against Jimmy, and they just, um, they're just they just kind of stalling time until the Usos complete the mission. Do there, you was so think... many, there were so many counters, really good counters yeah. from both of them. It was incredible. So do you think it will be after the match at Backlash or the next night on Raw where Riddle and Orton, one of them turns on the other? And we get a solo feud. Stop. After things. No. Not I don't yet. think it's going to be that quick. You never know. WWE is constantly breaking people up. So it could be. It'll be whatever they think of for that week. Maybe yeah. they'll decide that they've got as far as they can. But I feel like it's a SummerSlam program. They should be that closer to August. Yeah, we'll see. But no, this was a really good match night. I think that match, I mean, it's going to main event payback, right? Uh, you Not even Roman Reigns is on the card. Backlash. Yeah, it looks like, it looks like Reigns' back is going to main event WrestleMania backlash. But... Yeah, Which is see. so a not such a non-feud. Yeah, they're really rushing to get that one together. I, I'm not. I don't have a problem with how they put it together tonight, but they just had nothing for Roman Reigns to do for the past several weeks. Yes, I mean, like Roman looks bored with what's going on. Yeah. I'm bored too. If I had to buy McIntyre next, like, why is he still <laughs> salty over Roman Reigns calling him out for Survivor Series two years ago, where he just embarrassed him i don't understand i don't understand roman reigns has beaten him like five times so him coming out there to talk trash just looks he just looks dumb true deserves something so much better i feel like they just slot him butch. in. <laughs> drew versus just reading the chat just reading I saw, the chat I saw. <laughs> he, well this is pretty much what he kind of does is that he has been like a mid carter for the past couple of years yeah which I, I told you this is exactly what's going to happen after he lost to lashley where he was being put in this role as a babyface. third time losing to lashley i said okay, well this guy's done for a while as a main event yeah. and he was but now slowly he's going back to roman but unfortunately i don't see him beating roman reigns i think this is just as they build to cody versus roman reigns and does cody go over who knows maybe you know no. there, there's an argument both ways you they might keep the belt on Roman Reigns until WrestleMania 39, but I just 
And he's just got to ride that hard hand, man. You just got to put that thing on Cody. And, you know, get that winged eagle back in WWE. Ah, they need to break those titles back up. This unified thing's going to be boring as hell, you know? Yeah. So, I'll hit my mic there. Uh, so, let's talk about... Oh, Zia Lee. No one's worthy of her protection, so now she protects herself. <laughs> so is that a heel turn that we got? Yep. That's what Batman should finally come to the conclusion of. You know? He's protect himself, yeah. Yeah, Bruce got to look out for Bruce. You know? Right. Uh, so, um, after... Yeah, watch watch Riddle versus uh, JH Knight. That was very good. Yeah. Um, oh, Sasha Naomi. This was delightful. Unstoppable since WrestleMania. And what did they bring back tonight, Alfred? What did they bring back tonight? Unity! Unity! Team bad. I popped for that more than anything else since WrestleMania. Including this crowd, because they didn't didn't respect this chant, which they should have. But... I, I like that they're very coordinated now, even with their street clothes. They look very good in those. Uh, you know, they look fantastic. Pieces. Yeah, they really look like a really strong unit. So they're, they're very much invested, it seems like, in them as a tag team, which is very good. Uh, but they just need to kind of build up this division. But I did think that at times uh, Naomi and Sasha came off a little heelish. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, this could be such a great act if they were yeah. just like, if they were the city girls. And they were just, you know, they just went in on people. I think this would be great. Yeah, I thought that too. I was like, yo, they're, they're over there just speaking facts about how they broke yeah. up the very, very weak women's tag team division. They already kind of like, there was three teams and they're down to one. They'll probably break them up soon. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, because I think they, they look great. I love that the unity pop, the outfits, so on point. But it was like, please don't, don't, don't remind us that there is no tag team division for two women of your caliber to be competing right. against every week. You know, and that's what they did. Yeah, I, and I like Natalia and Shayna a lot, but um, they're they're not winning this. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, and WWE needs to start now building some tag teams. They, there's a lot of women on that roster that they're not doing anything with that they could build as Listen, an actual unit. They are on a less unified title run. Like, bring Toxic Attraction and have them Ooh. call them out, and finally yeah. unify those tag that thing. Those desperately need to be unified well and why would they pump the brakes and uh break up Rhea and Liv you know because that happened Monday didn't it yeah they definitely broke up and uh because we need Rhea and Bianca it's a few that we've been needing since they both came up so just make it happen already (laughs) I know but I think like yeah. your your title run is only as good as your challengers. And I think that Natalia and Shayna are very good in the ring, but I think Liv and Rhea connect with an audience. Not as well as Sasha and Naomi, but they probably have the most charisma um and just audience appeal, I think, right now out of all the other tag teams. Well, yeah, they were good together, but they just broke that up before it really got going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because I mean, poor Liv. Like when when is she gonna get like a real opportunity she's not she's not <laughs> she's not <laughs> yeah listen there can't be a story told of her winning that first title but she's been there for a long time for some well 
That's it's better than uh, go. like there are certain things like you make shift these things together of course you gotta break them up because people like run that whether she wins or not or or bianca after sonia they have nobody because you haven't been building anyone yeah. so you yeah. also need some single stars to start building up a line for these like these women keep saying you gotta go to the back of the line there is no line so <laughs> you know <laughs> let's form a line <laughs> That sounds like a way to troll somebody outside, like an iPhone launch or an right. Xbox launch. Yeah, I go to the back of the line. There is no line. <laughs> yeah. I just keep looking for the back of the line. Uh, but no, I think um, I was going to say Liv's in a bad position, but then poor Aaliyah tonight where she's getting like hanging out backstage. And then you think Aaliyah's doing bad. And you go poor Shotzi, who's not even on the show, you know? Yeah, yeah, but Aliyah, Aliyah was doing the Lord's work, trying to make it sound like Ricochet's IC title run has actually been interesting when he hasn't. <laughs> so I'm playing WWE 2K22 with my game that keeps crashing because I'm trying to see if I can get around it crashing in my GM mode. And it, one of the challenges that week was like, have Ricochet cut a promo. And they grade the mic skills on a scale of one to five. And with the Ricochet, it's like mic skill level two. Wow. Like Mace. Mace has a higher mic skill level in the game than Ricochet does. Yo, bro, yeah. Aliyah was like, you, you really beat all of those guys? And I was like, uh, can you go over the list again? Do you watch the show? I could beat I'm, those guys. <laughs> I'm surprised more wrestlers don't uh, speak out against their ratings like that, you know? Because that's how NFL athletes are when Madden comes out. It's a big thing. It's like, well, I'm just a 93. And like, I guess wrestlers, because they're part of WWE, they don't want to I mean, piss anybody off. If he, has, if he has a level two on the mic, he obviously never speaks out. So Yeah, seriously, that's part of the problem, Ricochet. <laughs> so I don't think that's, you know, <laughs> not his strength. <laughs> uh, Hell of a wrestler, though. Absolutely. One of the absolute best. <laughs> Mia Lee, Buck 99, give a CEO an Oscar versus Sasha Naomi. What's going on with Oscar? I have no idea. She Remember, we were on the podcast. Oh, this is me and Issa, and she, uh, we yeah. had gotten a confirmation that she had tweeted here. So yeah. people are taking that cryptically. Tracking her, knows, tracking her tweets. Yeah, it's the Oscar watch. Uh, but I'm they about just, to go find out. Let me see. Uh, and Anthony Y with an update. That's what Buck I'm talking about. Anthony Roman will fear the tornado of the Aztec Let's warrior. Go that Aztec warrior, Roman. You, you don't know anything about that Aztec warrior. He's talking about his Samoan heritage, which is a very respected WWE. What you know about these Aztec warriors, Roman? Yes. Uh, so they made it seem like Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss were getting back together because Corbin's going to be the bigger man. Yeah, that uh, didn't happen. Mad Cat Moss's gimmick is still terrible. His jokes are still terrible. Like, it'd be one thing if, you know, if he, like, changed into this, like, all-world roaster, whereas they had, like, a professional writing his jokes, and so now people would like him there. But in this gimmick, this is a heel gimmick. So they need to get him away from anything associated with Mad Cat Moss. It's weird, too, because we, I mean, this is just known. There are so many amazing comedians that love professional wrestling but and Trisola would probably... Used to write for them. What's that? Oh, oh yeah. Trisola 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 Trisola. Yeah, and, and, and there have been many, I mean uh there have been actually quite a few uh that have had some pull or sway behind the scenes i mean most of the guys that do wrestle roasts i mean they could do oh, anything right, yeah. with madcap moss and make this actually legitimately great but I, th I think they're too afraid to actually have substance sure i mean that's part of it but this gimmick entirely like this was fine as a heel gimmick i didn't even really like it as that but if they're going to be serious as a babyface, it's not this 
And they're even calling out in commentary. They're like, well, he's been trying to get the people to give him a thumbs up for a couple of weeks now. And it's like, well, maybe if he changes his goofy ass gimmick, he'll have a chance. Yes. Well, he beat Angel tonight, but then Baron Corbin attacked him from behind and stole his Andre the Giant trophy. I thought he would, do, doesn't he have one? Do they get to keep a replica or do they, no, I do think they have like to like give up the title to the I next one? I think it's like one? the Stanley like... Cup. I think you get it for the year. Really? No, because some of them wow. are broken, but I guess they just had to replace it. Well, because on the trophy, it's got all the names of the, I mean, I think in kayfabe, it's supposed to be the same one because they keep adding a name. Same with the Dusty Cup. If that was true, I think that'd be great if it's the same trophy no matter what. So if it does get broken, it gets taped, like duct taped together the next year it's in duct tape. And then they have to keep the same exact trophy no matter how yeah. many times it's broken. Well, with the Stanley Cup, that's why it was a big deal. I mean, people drank beer out of it for ages, but it was a big deal when a hockey player let his dog drink water out of it. Yeah, I guess so. And I guess uh, the Stanley Cup also spends part of the year at the Hockey Hall of Fame and Museum in Toronto, Canada, which leads to one of my favorite jokes, which is, uh, you know, why is the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto where they house the Stanley Cup? And that's so Toronto Leafs fans can actually get to see in person what the Stanley Cup looks like. But I went to the Hockey Hall of Fame. It was uh, two hours well spent with a sport that I know very little about. I'm so you said you were saying something. I think I believe you. Oh no, I was just gonna say that I did a. I was doing a watch along, and I figured out that out of the eight Andre the Giant winners, five are gone. Wow! So if you win wow. it, you have what, like a sixty-five percent chance of not <laughs> being with the company a couple of years from now. Madden <laughs> curse. Yep. <laughs> hey, Anthony, why this is turning into a cry for help? Uh, Buck ninety nine. Yeah, cry for help. Wrong with yeah. I'm I'll tell you who needs to cry for help is Roman Reigns. Okay, when Anthony Ryan gets into that building, Roman Reigns is going to need to call the bloodline. He's going to need to call his great-grandparents, his great-great-grandparents, the whole staff of Young Rock. Anthony Y is coming for you. You better hope Anthony Y has his faculties about him and the tape's not going to be played back where it's like Alfred Forbes Alfred Kanawa was hyping up Anthony Y jumped the barricade and speared Roman Reigns into Wichita. I got to get I got to get what are tickets looking like for Wichita? I will fight you, Anthony. I will fight you. Southwest tickets for Wichita. Let me look that up. Can't miss that. Uh, June 13th. Saying, what do Maple Leafs fans do after they win the Stanley Cup? They shut their Xbox off. Wow. Uh, there you go. The roast of the Maple Leafs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, okay. Love this. Sami Zayn backstage. <laughs> so, like, I want Sami Zayn to go through a series of tag partners. I want... Sami Zayn to be everyone's tag partner, starting with Brock Lesnar, then Roman for one month. Because seeing how superstars like Roman react to Sami Zayn is better than most things on the WWE roster. Yeah, a little lengthy, I thought, but it was yeah. fun. It was fun to watch. I, I love that he started his, his talk to, to Roman with, first of all, I acknowledge you. <laughs> I actually popped for that. <laughs> but then at some point he was like, he said something about him needing to, he needed Roman to like recognize him. And Roman just gave him a look and he was like, never mind. <laughs> I get, like uh-huh. Sammy saying is so great at what he does. And Bear Hudson, Sammy saying snitch on Drew McIntyre. So yeah. maybe, maybe it's a thing going on tonight. Follow your heart. I thought this was, I thought he was good delivering his lines and doing everything like that. But given where they went with this, he could have gotten to this point in right. like 30 seconds. And it would have still been funny, but it, this just went on and on. See, I think that's what makes it funnier is the anti-humor aspect that it's that you get to watch. I mean, 
if you watch that back and just look at Roman's face during the whole thing, that makes yeah. it much more hilarious. If you get the opportunity to get in Roman Reigns' private locker room, aren't you gonna like stall and try to stay there for as long as you can? When are you it? Uh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> One thousand percent. So Sami Zayn gets it. Sami Zayn gets it. There you go. Uh, so let's see. Let's see. Oh, uh, the Lacey Evans story, chapter three. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear it. Let's go. Tell us how you feel, Lisa. Let's go, Lisa. Yeah, in the middle of the most boring episode of SmackDown, you put this woman out there again. She, I think she's in her feels. And and, th- and that's fine, but the the placement of these promos on a show that's just completely lackluster, yeah. if I didn't have to cover it, I would turn it off. Like, she depressed me. And then she said, I feel <laughs> sorry. She said, I feel sorry for people that haven't been scared to death. And I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry that I had a good childhood. Like, Steven. Like, <laughs> like, 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 that's what she was saying. Issa she apologizing for her privilege. <laughs> She was being shamed for a good childhood. She said uh, that though. She said that, and she's like, "I had to walk to. I walk from my school to my house too. You know what? One time, because my father. You want? You want? You want to hear a sad story, Lacey Evans? My sister and I's voices sound very alike. So one time, I called my dad because I wasn't feeling good, and I told him to come pick me up, and he went and picked up my sister. So I had to walk home sick because I waited and waited, and my dad didn't show up because he got the wrong daughter. Okay, Lacey Evans. So you're not the only one who had it rough. We Thank need to you. we need to record that again and put that Lacey Evans music over it, and then we can start building this Issa character like this. And then we get Issa and Lacey and so. No, no, but you know what I did? I sucked it up and I walked home, and then I moved on. Like it's not the end of the world, you know. What I mean? Like Issa versus Lacey, but Issa's neglectful dad is managing Lacey. <laughs> well, no, like, dad, you got the wrong there. wrestler. You showed up for the wrong wrestler. <laughs> Look, okay, I'm going to say I feel like a broken record with this. Lacey Evans' personal story, incredibly inspiring. She is just an absolute badass in the ring and out. Her original character, while it had its quirks and funny charm, was a bit uh, anachronistic to this modern age. I applaud them trying to do a more reality-based storyline with her. But with the music and the presentation, I feel like... Maybe that's what the, the disconnect isn't the content, the disconnect is the presentation and the yeah, placement. Yeah. And the placement you're putting these promos at a horrible spot yes. where the show is already feels like a downer, and then she shows up and downs even more. And then she's like, My mother didn't teach me how to do my makeup. Like, you're not hot, you're hot, girl. It's so good, you don't even need the makeup. Like, relax, it's not that big of a deal. There's a bunch of YouTube videos that will teach you how to do your makeup, and that's what <laughs> got you all in your feelings. Like, I don't know. I don't these, know. these should be the heel promos whenever they decide who she's going against. Like, this is what they should be saying. Like, oh, we'll bring it away. But I, listen, I like, I, I agree to some degree that, you know, it is a bit of a downer, but I like what they're doing here with her. I like the fact that they're not over scripting it. It does feel genuine. It's not too often, if you even watch NXT, what they've done to Joe Gacy, that they know how to create authentic sure. human beings on television. And so this is a breath of fresh air. It's just, yeah, I just don't like the music. And no, it, I need I need somebody are, to like show up as she's cutting her promo backstage and just be like, "Bitch, shut the fuck up!" and just slap her. Yeah, like that's I, how you start that freaking feud right there. 
They, they, they should. She can who, get polarizing doing this. Like if they do want to turn yeah. her heel doing this, she could continue to make it about how she overcame it. And I don't understand why people are always complaining and stuff like that. Oh well, she's supposed to be a baby face. See, she I think I like the baby face version for now. But you know, I, I right. would like to see Aaliyah. I'd like to see Bougie Aaliyah make a return as the heel, going against her and doing kind of Issa, like you said. You know, and I asked my dad for an iPhone and he got me an Android phone. And that was one of the most <laughs> disappointing days of my life. You know, I mean, she could really amp that up and that would bring some genuine heat for when Lacey beats the crap out of her. But you know what? I mean, you know, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say it. No, 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 no. We got it. Come no, on. No, Don't leave that in the chamber. No, no, I get it. Click, clack, Issa. You know, you know, if I, filter it, if I filter it, you know it's bad. So. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah, I want to hear it off. <laughs> yeah. Save that one for later. Um, okay, so some more super chats. Kevin, Kevin Cassitin, five dollars, saying the Stanley Cup that we see on TV and players get to have for a day is a replica. The second one, the uh, second one that was made, the OG one remains at the Hockey Hall of Fame. There you That's go. Probably because that dude like let his dog drink out of it, and then they were like, "This is getting gross." Um, I, I've been meaning to get into hockey for like the past 20 years. Now that I live in a city with a hockey team, maybe now is finally the time. So then you go to uh, hockey. Yeah, hockey. Ho- and hockey is fun to watch live. It's like basketball, but they have knives strapped to their feet and sticks to beat each other with. Wow. Yeah, it's something. Uh, well, it is Uh-oh. Anthony Y four ninety nine. Issa, just bring Uh-oh. it. Roman's going down to the tornado. Roman will acknowledge me as nothing but the tribal chump. Wow, that tornado. Wow. I, I can't wait. I'm going to buy my ticket as soon as I get off this podcast, June 13th in Wichita. Man, I can't wait. And Kevin, again, $5 saying, yes, Lacey Evans' presentation is off. Having her stand in front of a generic backdrop makes it all seem too contrived, even though her story is legit. It's not a generic background. That's Cody Rose's logo back there. <laughs> it's gimmick infringement. Yes. <laughs> okay, so... Our main event tonight, the Lumberjack match, Sami Zayn versus Drew McIntyre. And was Sami Zayn the first person to ever escape a Lumberjack match? I mean, probably not with WWE's booking, but this is getting right. ridiculous. This was, was good. Point? Well, Why? so Why next week happen? they're going to be in a steel cage. Yeah. Okay, so we so, could have just got, so you could have just let him escape again and then do the steel cage. Like, yeah, it makes the dancer look incompetent. It makes Drew McIntyre. It's like, why don't you chase him, you lazy bastard? Like, why yeah. don't you stand in the ring? What kind of baby face are you? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It was weird. The, the lumberjacks all started fighting each other. And at one point, the cameras like zoomed in and you can see that they're not really punching each other. It was, they were just going like this. And it was like, it was hilarious. I don't know what is going on. I didn't know. I didn't like this. At all. And I doubt that the majority of these men have ever chopped down a tree. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm trying to think. No, probably not. But you forgot the best part of the show was Roman Reigns, completely serious and committed to his lines. Deadpan goes, keep their names or keep my name out their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Roman Reigns. Your name will never be out of our mouths. Uh... <laughs> <sighs> Roman I'm sorry. I, I thought Roman is always great. Um, let me correct you there. But uh, this SmackDown, I struggled to get through. Yeah, you can't. Struggled. You can't have Roman, the unified champ, who just be Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, just sitting there like Nino Brown for the next three months, like 
commenting on the action, but not actually engaging in anything meaningful. He can do whatever he wants, Glenn. <laughs> Besides, he needs some rest because he's got to prepare for Anthony Y, apparently. So let, let the man, oh, you know. Oh, yeah. If he hasn't already, <laughs> get focused. Yeah, like he's got to get focused and he's got he's to gotta come and do her thing in Wichita. So let, let him relax right now. Drew McIntyre will be a nice tune-up for Anthony Wilde. Anthony yeah, 1,000%. Butch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about Rampage tonight. Yeah, Pre-taped. Man. Pre-taped Rampage. How do you think it lived up to the hype based on what we heard from the people that were there live? Adam Cole versus Tomohiro Ishii tonight with Orange Cassidy and Ricky Rocky <laughs> Romero out ringside isa did this live up to the hype of the match tonight yeah <laughs> i mean i guess there you was, have it <laughs> it was very fast paced but I, I i thought it was very fast paced and coming from watching what felt like a smackdown that lasted forever i i like the change the change of pace here yeah alfred what do you think of yeah the match? this is good this is uh very unique match to see. This is what I like, kind of like about this Owen Hart Invitational. They are going out of their way to pair people up who've never uh, had matches before. So this is this is fine. This is a good opener. Uh, I felt like the crowd was a little tired, but come on, you know, Alfred, they, they, they Alfred, got it. It come fun. on, come on, it's okay. Like we literally just saw Jungle Boy and Kyle O'Reilly the same match that we saw the week before. Okay, yeah, that, but no, <laughs> they're not the going out of their way. Yeah, but I was very surprised that Kyle O'Reilly won that match, which is ridiculous. But I, I mean, too, one thousand percent. And then somebody was like, "You know what? I'm not even gonna say anything." <laughs> no, say it. Come on. Congratulations to Ky- because somebody was all like, "I was being a little bit critical about it." And somebody was like, "Well, Kyle O'Reilly got a win," and I'm like, "Yeah, his first singles match and win since he debuted in December." <laughs> like, come yeah. on, they're not treating any of these NXT guys any better than what they were doing in WWE. But hey. He won. Good for him. Regardless, I am excited to see the FDR guys yes. fighting each other. However, I wish it would have worked up to the match, right? Because I'm going to see it on the first round. Like, I wish they would have gone through a couple of opponents to the point that they have to fight each other without kind of wanting to fight each other, put a little bit of a story behind that. Mm, but I'm absolutely. very excited for that match. No, I completely agree with that. That would have made more sense in the tournament. Like, because they've got that excuse to make, so it would have made way more sense. But the way they're doing it now is fine, too. I just think that they've done a great job with this video package that we saw tonight where they're saying how they're brothers, they love each other, but I want to win this for my daughters or for my girls. Right. And they're going to do, like, a special. They're going to have, like, the road to Dynamite or something like that. So they're really putting a lot into them having this match. And very interesting because, I mean, I know people are saying Bret Hart, Bret Hart, but if that rumor is true about him still being signed to WWE, I don't know where they go with this. But I'm intrigued. I can't wait for this match. Yeah. Yeah. But this opening match tonight was good. I'm surprised Adam Cole won simply because, um, like, does Adam Cole need to win a tournament? Because <laughs> he, he never wins. Is that why, Glenn? Yeah. No, <laughs> Adam Cole is someone you can put into any main event match already. I feel like tournament, like the beauty of tournaments, I think, is that it's a chance to make new stars. Yeah, True, but they're so Adam- invested in this New Japan show that they're going to have one of the New Japan stars lose already, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm going to have to see this field. I don't know who I, – I can't tell you who would win the men's Owen Hart. But I'd have to look at the – Samoa Joe maybe, but hmm. – It's not going to be Samoa Joe. I don't think it's going to be Samoa Joe. I think it's going to be somebody like – you know what? 
I don't know. You're absolutely right. This okay. this is it very wide open. Mm-hmm. But if Adam Cole wins the tournament, that's kind of boring, right? Very boring. Please don't have yeah. Adam Cole in this pro. He just came off the listen, it was a good couple of matches with Heyman Adam Page. Yeah. He had a good run there. What so. do you get if you win the tournament? They haven't announced that, you know, and I think they should have stakes. I think people are assuming it's a title shot, but who knows what you get? It, it is a prestigious name, Owen Hart, you know, you could that could be it enough, but hopefully they do have a stipulation. Hopefully. Yeah. It puts a little it put a little bit more interest from the wrestlers. What are you fighting for? I mean, yeah. I get that it's a prestigious name, but also for the fans to become invested in watching your favorite possibly win. Yeah. I like this match a decent amount. Um, but this is the problem with something pre-taped is that people that are there live, look, there's something about being there, <laughs> prisoner of the moment. Any match, any good match can be an all-time classic if you're watching it live and you're caught up in it emotionally and oh, very yeah. invested in it. I think that's sometimes the problem with, with look, AEW to its credit, God bless them has very passionate fans. People that go and sit through dynamite and rampage being taped are passionate. It might be possible that the live crowd sometimes over hypes the impact of something that when you watch it on tape, Two days later isn't going to necessarily. It's always a different experience when you're watching it live. Like you tend to enjoy it. There's like even me and Alfred were just talking about it. The Raw After Mania, which I thought I had a blast, but I was in the building and I was feeling the energy. When you go back and watch the show, kind of sucked. (laughs) So I always feel like you get that different energy in the building. So you're going to sell a different product when you're telling people what you watched. Let me give you a recent example from this week. Everybody was raving all of Sunday and Monday about Danny Elfman from Oingo Boingo and film composer, his set at Coachella. He played the Batman theme, the wow. Spider-Man theme, Edward Scissorhands. He played the Simpsons theme with like Wes Borland from Wimp Biscuit on guitar. He played Dead Man's Party and some Oingo Boingo. So everyone's like, this is amazing. And you saw little clips online, right? From people's phones. YouTube had streamed it live. I went to great lengths to find somebody that had ripped the stream, pirated, watched it at home on TV. And I was like, well, this is good and interesting, but this is not like the best concert, you know, I've ever seen the way people were making it out to be like sometimes being there and the fact that you paid right. for it and you went there and you had that experience of surprise, you discovered it. But when you hype it to somebody, you take away their sense of discovery, you build up their expectations and right. it might come close, but very rarely does it meet or exceed your enthusiasm? And I say that as someone who recommends things on this podcast to people all the time, like if I'm recommending it to you, I've taken away your sense of discovery. And at best, you will probably get 80% of the enjoyment I had out of it. Right. Sure. Very well yeah. But that being said, very good match, but just it was a little overhyped. That's all I'm saying. I, I didn't really expect much out of this. I expected this to be the end of the feud, but we're getting another week. And you know what? Maybe Sami Zayn escapes the cage somehow and runs into the crowd. That would be amazing if they, yeah, never happen. But that would be amazing. Terry Allen Jr. 346 saying, Eddie Kingston's song describes him. I adore. Eddie Kingston, Eddie, Kingston. Very Eddie Kingston needs to win this Jericho feud. Needs to I get think some- he will. I think he will. By the way, we're going to talk about this. What has Chris Jericho done, and where can I sign up for a course on how to repeat it? Because that dude looks like he's de-aged 10 years in the last four months. Yeah, looking good. Who knows? Maybe he's putting some extra work in the gym. It could be a... Botox diet and exercise. Him, yeah, people have accused him of using fake abs, which I believe he shot down. But yeah, 
four times that X VDE. I think okay. I think he just allowed that that when the NBA account kind of burned him. Like I think he he really let that get to him and he started taking better care of himself. He looks great. He looks yeah. great. I remember he talking was- to LeBar about that and I said that yeah. he's going to read this and then it's gonna inspire him. And I, you knew he was gonna just knowing how Chris Jericho is that he was gonna take that to heart and show everybody up. Is is that what we need? Does everyone need the Hasselhoff on the floor eating a cheeseburger drunk moment to be like? Bro, shamed? that is one of the greatest moments ever. That was yeah. when he said he hit bottom. That's when Hasselhoff that's turned when his he, life around. That's when he went into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but so who who doesn't have a drunken cheeseburger on the floor yeah. moment at least once a week? I mean, yeah. But if you have to watch back <laughs> footage of that, you know. <laughs> Yeah, maybe he had a rock bottom type moment, and it can't feel good to see, especially NBA and people saying, "Oh, I used to, or, I used to watch Chris Jericho. That's what he looks like." But yeah, he's he's aware of that, and he's, he like he responded to he it looks favorably. Great. Yeah, he, he looks does. great. Whatever he's doing, sign me up. Uh, Anthony, why Buck ninety nine? I will chop Roman yes! Man, Roman's gonna get chopped too. Oh, I can't wait to get that ticket. Wichita, uh, super chat your favorite restaurants in Wichita when I'm there on June 13th, the weekend. Of Please, June Alfred, 13th. Alfred, stop. There's an Applebee's in Wichita. I'm positive. Oh, oh, if there if there is not one, Alfred will build if one. An, if They're a franchise Wichita, company. Alfred will start his own freaking Applebee's in Wichita. Anthony, why if you beat Roman Reigns on June 13th, Applebee's is on me. Free surfing turf. So. This match, uh, oh no, oh, sorry. Uh, so yeah, we did see Jericho and the rest of the Jericho Appreciation <laughs> Society banned from uh, or prevented from entering the building, so they could not interfere in tonight's match with Eddie Kingston and Daniel Garcia. Uh, we saw Hook and Danhausen, and Hook spoke, yeah, said, You wanted my attention, you got it now. Uh, does this make him less mysterious to you, Issa? Absolutely not. This might be a funny thing to say. I think Danhausen is becoming a caricature of himself. Well, I don't know if that's possible, but you know, you know, leave it to a mime to become a caricature of themselves. But I think I don't know about Hook speaking. I don't know if you give that away on an episode of Rampage the way they did. I don't know if I liked. I don't know if they got what they were going for because they were trying to show Hook. What were they going for, Alfred? I think they were going for Hook being very tough, like intimidating type guy. If, if, is that what you think they were going for? If because if that's what they were going for, then you wouldn't have him feel with Denhausen. So yeah. No, yeah, okay, it's ironic, but they're not making Hook into like a goofy person. He's a straight man. So th- what I'm saying is that he tried to intimidate Danhausen, like what strangled him or whatnot. So we're supposed to be sitting like, whoa, what a tough guy that Hook is. I didn't get those vibes. I don't know if he delivered the lines. I see why you're saying. Yeah, you know I agree. Mean? I agree. I think Dan Housen is becoming a little too over the top. I, I don't like that. That's who Hook is feuding with. But the people have voted on this. People love this. They got a huge pop in the building. What? Yeah, the, whole, sure the, whole, the, the whole five people that watch Rampage voted out for it? Oh, no, not Maybe tonight. that's yeah. why they're not getting viewership. It's down to three <laughs> because people. Because they, they listen to the fans way too much. <laughs> but AEW Dynamite, he got a big pop in that building, which, you know, I believe there was like 2,000 people in that building. But I feel like this is fine for Hook for now. But, you know, eventually yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. have like a title run or something that he can do. I, have no I will say though, I will say, I think that Dan Housen is great. I saw him at WrestleCon and I saw him when he turned around. I was like, don't curse me. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Did he curse <laughs> this you? really is over. He didn't. Oh, thank God. I was going to say, I was going to log off this podcast. I know. No, he didn't. He said, no, it's okay. You're fine. And I'm like, thank you so much for sparing my life. <laughs> so 
Lance Archer versus Serpentico uh, match yeah. that lasted shorter than it took me just to say that sentence. I don't yeah. remember it. Lance That's... Archer won. Bam. Uh, okay, so uh, Eddie Kingston versus Daniel Garcia tonight. This was great. This was fantastic. Eddie Kingston getting that win. Yeah. Um, Man, I just I, I want I want him to win this Jericho feud and get start getting some real main event opportunities. I feel like he is becoming one of the biggest stars in AEW, and the fans are invested in him in a way that I don't think they are in other wrestlers. Yeah, because he's a real one, and, yeah. and it's good to have to have somebody like that. But just not to play devil's advocate, but it's like when you start this kind of feud and he beat Jericho to start the feud, then yeah, he should be able to beat everybody that's part of the Jericho society of cult or whatever it's called so he already beat the top guy in the faction but as long as eddie kingston is getting big wings on television and pay-per-views i'm here for it yeah i think this is kind of being built so that they can get over the jericho appreciation society now because and you know jericho owes eddie kingston one i think that if they do have another match i think jericho would win but i thought eddie kingston was great especially his promo afterwards where he like growled at Daniel Garcia. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie Kingston was great in this match. Uh, this was really solid start to finish. And yeah, I feel like Kingston just connecting with the crowd. <laughs> I know. And so tonight, tonight Anthony Wyatt has hijacked the show. Anthony Wyatt has hijacked the show tonight. Everyone is, yeah. Uh, Anthony, uh, yes. Uh, said after Raw, Party Alfred Applebee's it is with cougars right. and all. Oh my, Roman will acknowledge me. That's right. Oh man, we're gonna party with that title. We're gonna do shots off the title. Oh, You're gonna be gonna bailing fun. Anthony out of jail. Crazy wrestling fan. You'd be like, I yeah. thought you were kidding, bro. I thought you were kidding, bro. <laughs> I thought he'd say. <laughs> he was encouraged by by a handsome African, Alfred Kittle. Got oh, got this, <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, called out Chris Jericho after Eddie Kingston saying, I'll say I'm saving this whipping for you. And, uh, then we, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland cutting promos backstage. Yep. This is fine. Be good. Yes. Britt Baker, Jamie Hader and Tony storm and like Tony storm, like as Britt Baker ever seemed this, uh, just knocked down the Tony storm was saying, you know, calling out Jamie hater and then like, Oh yeah. And then you too, it's like, Oh Brit, like, Oh, how you fallen in the last few months. Yeah. She's just taking a little time off and now she's back in the rotation. I think she might actually win this tournament. I think they might, I think it's way too early to do her and Jade. I know it's tempting to, but I yeah. think Jade's 99 and O should come against Britt Baker. And I think that'd be a very good selling attraction. That could be a pay-per-view type match, but don't just give that away because Britt Baker had some bars for Jade Cargill. It was just warning shots. Yeah, but after what Britt Baker said about Tony Storm on Wednesday, you would think that Tony Storm would come at her a little bit stronger than that. It was just like, don't you know who I am? Don't you know what I've done? And I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, she knows who you are and what you've done. She called you out two days ago, so... So I thought that Tony Storm could have came over a little bit stronger against Britt Baker. Um, but overall, um, I'm excited to see Tony Storm and Hater. Kind of lacking it on the promos, Tony Storm, since she came to AEW. Because then last week, she just kind yeah. of walked off and brushed her off. So her gimmick is there. Like, right. 
He doesn't care. Okay, breaking. Dylan Matthews has uh, tweeted his Photoshop (laughs) job of Issa's. You know, this is Issa's uh, Issa's hard times promo. Get this so we can get the tech. I'm done. Oh my goodness. He's saying, you want to know about hard times? This one time I wasn't going to school, so I called my dad to come pick me up, but instead he picked up my, my other sister instead because we sounded like on the phone. I had to walk home <laughs> hard times. I'm done. I'm what done with you. great baby face promo. I love that. That's hilarious. That's hard times. I love the internet. That is brilliant. Oh man, can't compete with that. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Dylan. So, Kate Cargill versus Marina Shafir for the TBS Championship tonight. Oh my God! This, like every week, every week I have this conversation with my wife. Where we're like, could Jade Cargill possibly look like a bigger star? And I feel like they just keep doing it. She is exiting the, the stratosphere oh, she at could, this point. She could look like a big star if you just had her squash all of these women. Yes. Yeah. No, see, sure. but I think I think the squash, you're not taking it seriously. Like in my mind, okay, as the smart mark, uh, in my mind, if you're squashing people, they're protecting your lack of ability to have an actual match. Yeah, that's the essence of professional exactly. wrestling. That's how they make more money than they ever did with Goldberg. That's how the ultimate warrior replaced Hulk Hogan. But I, I get what you're saying. Like at some point, even matches like this, it's good for her to have maybe longer matches to establish that title. But there's also nothing. I think they have her go way too long sometimes. But that's just the way she's going to learn. I just think that they could protect that a little more and you know cut some time off from matches so that she does have more mystique. But Marina, I mean, this is like a really credible win tonight for her to get. Yes. Yeah, they, they, they did what they could to build up Marina Shafir in the, you know, they didn't have a lot of time. People didn't really care uh, the way they just kind of ran her out there. And I like how they're getting over this baddie section. I, I'm interested in the baddie section. I, oh, I with uh, Kiera and Red Velvet. Yeah. I, I unfortunately don't. I like the baddie section, what she's trying to do and bring like actual real female fans onto it. But I don't like it because I feel like I do not want Jay to become what Britt Baker was. And that's what Britt Baker's mm. title reign was. She had her little people outside of the ring helping her every time. Jay looks like she needs no help from anyone. So I, well, I don't want... Smart Mark, but she's not every match. Right, yeah. right. But that's the thing. I don't want to see that. Not from yeah, I can Jay. see that. So yeah, that, that bothered you know, me a little bit tonight. Yeah. Poor Marina Shafir. Remember like three years ago, everyone's like, oh, it's going to be the four horsewomen of MMA against WWE's four horsewomen is going to be defining. They're going to rule the WWE women's division. It's going to be the long running feud. They're all going to be superstars. Yeah. What was that, it? Two out of four ain't bad. Cause they got chain of Baszler around Rousey. Yeah. I mean, Marina. And can you name the fourth horsewoman? Don't tell me. Pesha. Jessamyn Duke. Jessamyn Jessamyn Duke. Duke. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> Let's go. Let's. Let's go. Let's go. Share it with the people. That's better. You know, Matt Morgan for years on this podcast, I would pop quiz it and he could barely get to like Shayna Baszler. Like he had trouble. It was like Ronda Rousey and uh, Shania and, you know, old girl and what's her face. Uh, Yeah. I didn't know either. I always had to look it up. I believe we have a tornado warning. Oh, well, uh, 
let's see. First, we got Brian Barry, 499, asking, what match y'all want to see on the Forbidden Door pay-per-view, and will Omega show up then? Omega has to show up then, right? Forbidden I don't think he's going to be healed by it. I think he might rush his way to get on that. I can't imagine that they wouldn't have him on that show, but maybe they won't. It's June's not that far away, so who knows how far along he is. Uh, Omega Okada 5 could be good, but Is he pregnant? Yeah, not about, he's about eight months now. I think he's uh, in his third trimester, and he's going to be a Give birth to a little alpha. Oh, man. Uh, I, I could see Keith Lee and uh, Ishii. I'd like to see Keith Lee and Ishii chop mm. the shit out of each other. But, you know, Omega Okada 5 could be uh, something. It would be great to get a women's match in the car, but, you know. Well, it's, it's Male hardcore fan wrestling spectacular. But I'm sure they're going to have some uh, matches with stardom. But it's not just like women's wrestling is going to automatically draw. I just don't think women would be drawn to anything in particular in terms of this car that they uh, have there. I think it's for a very hardcore audience. But it's listen, I'm excited about the potential dream matches. It just seems like it might have been two years too late because pre-pandemic, New Japan was a completely different product. Hmm. Right. Anthony Y asking the real questions with his $1.99 super chat asking Issa, will you acknowledge me June 13th? Uh-oh. The tornado. No. If he beats Roman Reigns, would you acknowledge him? He's so good. <laughs> Don't jump the barricade, Anthony. I want that. You better not edit that out of the podcast when you say this. Uh, I want it to be completely legitimate, legitimized by the Wichita Athletic Commission. <laughs> then I'll show up. Oh, good Lord. And I'll cheer you on. <laughs> I'm sorry, Anthony. No, you're, not you're, not dream you're not beating Roman. I want give me uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Anthony Y. That is my dream match. <laughs> that should main event the Forbidden Door. Amazing. Uh, so Jade Cargill won. Balloons and dollar bills fell from the sky. Incredible. That's great. Good for Jade. Thirty and zero. She should uh, just great. keep going. Very good match. I mean, this episode just flew by. It was very good. Yeah, it was an hour of just kind of straight wrestling. It did go quite fast. Yeah. So, a lot uh, faster than SmackDown. SmackDown first, like, felt like 10 hours. Yeah. And they pre tape. Can we just not next Friday with the pre tape? Like, we're going to be covering two pre tape shows, right? Oh, it's going to be great. We're going to know everything. Yeah. I mean, which is funny too, because I mean, all of the other TV that we watch is recorded in advance, but we don't know what's going to happen. So it's a surprise to us. We should like do a drinking game or something next Friday. Now, let me ask you both about your movie and TV habits. Do you watch things that you care about sometimes right away with a sense of urgency because you don't want to be spoiled yes. by the internet? Kind of, but I just basically, I always kind of forget, but I'll just turn off my notifications. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty much. good at avoiding um, spoilers, but when it comes to shows like Big Brother and Survivor, I have to watch them like the night off or at Me least too. like yeah. right after because I can't stand spoilers and I want to be able to be in the conversations too. I agree yeah. with that because Big Brother is like constantly trending on Twitter. So I can't be on Twitter. With, and Big Brother, the episode's like three times a week. So it's not yeah, like and, and like, I don't know if you're like me because I keep up with the live feeds too. So it's like if you miss oh, wow. like sometimes, well, I don't watch them, but I keep up on YouTube with people that cover like kind of yeah, like okay. Yeah, so okay. So, so you already it. feel so much ahead because you know what's going on in the live feed is different than the edited shows. So yeah. uh, there are certain shows that I have to watch like the night of. Uh, sometimes not live just so that I can skip the commercials, but I mm. watch them. 
But there's other ones that I just kind of mute notifications and watch when I have the time yeah. because there are some shows that I just want to like enjoy. But you know, Glenn, like look at us. We used to be right there as soon as a Yellow Jackets episode dropped. We weren't the first one watching. So well, we had to in season about, for the podcast. Speaking right, of which, but, uh, God, like only six months till a new season. Oh really? My God. Yeah. Gonna have to get that Australia VPN up and running with the account so we can watch uh, it in the morning rather than at night when it goes live. I have a VPN already, so I have to get nah, one so that I can we gotta use. get an Australian credit card. There's a whole right. thing. I looked into this already. So you're gonna yeah. have like in, for our podcast, I'm gonna need you to go to Australia, open some credit over there, get the yeah. credit card and come back and do it for us, Glenn. Yeah, because a prepaid one did not work. So we're gonna have to find a way to make it work. <laughs> uh but I don't know. Like Better Call Saul debuted, came back this week. Like I had to watch that right away. I was just like, I'm not going to be spoiled about this. You know, uh, Batman. I, I did get spoiled about one of the big surprises in Batman. And that kind of bummed me out. Did nice. you watch um, Why Hot on Netflix? The the no. documentary about Abercrombie and Fitch? I have not. No. But so oh, tonight. Good. Oh, my God. How much promo for that Girls Gone Wild documentary during. Yeah. Uh, Looks good, Netflix. too. That's good too. I, mean, I gotta watch um We Crash because the new episode dropped and I think it's the last one on Apple Ooh. TV. Oh, that's been very good. And if you guys didn't watch the dropout on Hulu, yeah, that was good. I so really good. Um, I'm mourning the loss of CNN Plus. I actually am one of the people that signed up for like an annual really? membership. Well, <laughs> I really went under. Did they? Did they yeah, yeah, they did. I oh, hadn't even watched anything. They're shutting down in like a week. Oh my yep. god! Well, I mean, I'm not surprised. Every show they advertised was like the anchor, but in street clothes. It's like yeah. you know Anderson Silva, you know, or Anderson Cooper at night, and then he's in like a cardigan. It's like, oh yeah, now I want to watch this. Well, my hope was that it would get big enough that they would start uploading their old archives on there, so you'd be able to go and watch like random Larry King episodes from like when Luther Campbell was on Larry King Live or something random like that. That was my hope if it had taken off. Um, but they have some okay documentaries. I watched one about the history of the TV theme song. That was actually really good. And the guy that wrote the cheer song, like saying like the original versions that got rejected, that was that was worth watching the documentary for that one. But uh, yeah, CNN Plus already shutting down. Secular Belt on the chat saying, how do we watch all this stuff? We gave up on sleep. Easy. It's if true. you don't sleep, you can st still watch TV. Very overrated. Gotta make sacrifices. You gotta make sacrifices. It's true. Um, okay, it's Friday night. I think I'm gonna go watch that ambulance movie. Hell yeah, <laughs> you know, Jake Gyllenhaal, not my favorite actor, but I think he's the most consistent actor working today. Like, his stuff tends to be pretty solid. I love him on Donnie Darko, which I've never actually seen. What I know, I love him on wow. Nightcrawler. Yeah. Nightcrawler is a fantastic movie in a weird way, sort of an inspirational movie. Like there's sort sure. of a self-help message. Like sure. don't, don't be creepy or weird, hey. but that dude had a dream and he achieved it. I've, I've always wanted to work for myself and watch that movie. I know there's some dark ways that he went to get it, but it's like, you know what? That guy works for himself. So whatever it yeah. takes. Yeah. Like there are, there is some like street knowledge about business hidden amongst the creepy. hundred percent. Sexual that harassment like... and everything else. Oh yeah. Yeah. If it bleeds, it leads. Glad we can agree on that. Okay, everybody, have a good weekend. Uh, Issa's NYC Demon Diva, that's Diva with a one. DMX's people still haven't retracted that copyright strike? No. Okay, gotta, gotta, gotta get on that. Gotta make that happen. Alfred is that this is nasty. Um, 
I'm Michael Ann Rubenstein. Have a good weekend, everyone. We'll see you back here on Tuesday on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Bye. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.